Welcome to We Are Human. I'm your host, Elijah. And in this podcast, I sit down with different individuals to discuss a range of topics, from their upbringing and creative pursuits to their journey on self-improvement. I believe that there is power in community and learning about people. So I hope these stories are an encouragement to you. Welcome to the season finale of We Are Human and joining me today are my brothers, Gian Perez, Joshua DaCosta, Seth Echeverria, and your host, Elijah DaCosta. We are Office Hours. This is actually my first time drinking a Modelo. This is Josh's first sip of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> to ancient times and distant music. music. I guess it would be fair to talk about where the name came from first. To be entirely honest, neither of us came up with the name. The name was kind of gifted to us by Orlando. We were um, at Hannibal Callens. Callens open mic. Um, it was his graduation party. Uh, me and Gian like saw it on Facebook, and we were like, "Dude, we should totally do uh, some music for it." Yeah, like some original stuff. We just released Arncusi too. Right. We just released it. Um, and me and Amelia were like working on Blind, so uh, we did both Narcusi and Blind at the open mic. Before we performed, we were at a parking lot, like right across the street from the house, and we we were like practicing the songs that we were about to play. But I don't even know how we were practicing because you had like your whole yeah, keyboard. keyboard. Yeah. We had to plug in Josh's like big <laughs> keyboard into an outlet and the only outlet we could find was outside this like the building leasing office. The leasing yeah, office. And then on the door it had like the hours. The office hours. <laughs> office hours. Written out like office hours, Monday, blah, blah, whatever. Yep. And so we were like office hours. That's the name. You guys have been friends for, for so long. And when you moved to Florida, you were, I had just graduated, so right. I didn't really get to craft any kind of friendship with you. It was, our, it was the beginning of our sophomore year. Right, and the beginning of my yeah, junior year. Me and Gian met, like, earlier on. In doing Yeah, theater. like the first day of high school, uh, in chorus, actually. Right. But we honestly became tight when they approached me about that they were making a mixtape that they were going to rap on and actually we were also Still coming soon yeah <laughs> we were also talking about how the catalyst really for all of the music that happened <laughs> in orlando like in our like social group all came from misunderstood maybe the best record of my entire teenage years that's funny that's funny. it was yeah, like it was like the last chapter of Malcrew. It was. That's true, yeah. It was well, actually, not even, because we did Sounds from the Attic after yeah, that. Yeah, I remember Sounds true. from the Attic. That too. was hard. But that, that was, was just hard. very poorly promoted, so it was kind of just but like right. we did it, and then that was it. We the had fun. production on that was, like, ahead of its time, though. Right. Like, way ahead of its time. Thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> I still go to SoundCloud sometimes just to play Soci. Dude, Soci. I do remember that it was a period of time in high school when... Everybody was talking about Misunderstood because people were like 
selling CDs and like handing out CDs and <laughs> the I got Yanation shirts the, and the Yanation shirts and I got my hands on a copy of Misunderstood and I remember listening to that shit ADDO and being like this is the hardest <laughs> shit I've ever heard in my life shout out to big shout out to Franco these dudes like made a whole album and they like put it out and they're giving it to people and people are listening to it and their shirts it felt like you guys were like really taking charge of your creativity and like activating it as opposed to just like you know uh, fermenting yeah which i found that i was doing you know that was a big learning curve like that set the stone for where we are today and right. by we i mean literally like us too because if it wasn't for those like trial and error moments like i didn't know what i was doing like i thought i wanted to be i wanted to rap and i was making beats you can do all uh, of it you you really can but like i i didn't feel like myself so right. like all those trial and errors like i mentioned you know really put me to where we are today and then fast forward later like who knew that that would be like one of the connecting factors to like recording your debut album your sophomore album joshua's album projects and songs that seth has worked on to now what is office, office hours, hours you know we're close to sunday at this point honestly the the history was everything that we just talked up until now something 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 we released narcusi and i was already in school something 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 we released sunday <laughs> like not Whoa. much happened in you're between missing, you're missing the two albums that that came out yeah that time. joshua always wanted me to record him but he always wanted to do covers what era of joshua are you referring to <laughs> pink pink floyd yeah yeah pink floyd is like my favorite band so when i like got into playing actual instruments i just wanted to play like pink floyd you know is that where the idea for together came about eventually that's what it kind of came to i mean i got really into like singer songwriter um and i was writing songs with amelia so yeah together was a culmination of like everything that's built up in my music taste joshua finally has enough solid material and like yo i want to make an album like i have original music i said bet let's do it and that was the turning point of when i got more involved with with them surely after joshua's album gian was like i got an album we did like multiple house shows where we did just yeah. covers and then we were like well now that we have solo music like available uh what if we just did like our solo music, our solo music. and so then we did more of those and then it became like we, or we we had this conversation where we were like at what point are we like a band <laughs> so then that was it and it was summer of 2018 that I left you guys all my recording equipment. I had moved out. The Dean House. Shout out the Dean House. A lot Dean of members. House. Shout out. The Dean House. Shout out Jose and Marilyn. Writing music that you want to hear. Right. Is like present uh, with like office hours. It's a good balance of all of our. Right. You know. Taste. Tastes. I think that that's why we, we never kind of finished an EP is because we didn't know how to communicate our own ideas with each other yet like we didn't have the vocabulary to yeah. talk with each other about the music that we wanted to make it took a while for us to come out with like solid music together and that was finally the our ep late night korean barbecue which how the heck i don't i wasn't even a part of the process for the name i just remember receiving the text and i was like yeah that's it <laughs> well 
So Elijah is actually the one who introduced us into Korean barbecue. The first one to like <laughs> ever go to Izzy Bond and well, show just, us Izzy Justin Bond Connor. Actually, Justin like, Connor. Yeah, I gotta Elijah. pay my respects because Justin you mean Connor. Justin Connor of Chromatic. Yo, you mean Justin Connor? This your plug. I need a check. I remember the night, and we were all at McDonald's, like the three of us. We were listening to the songs. Like we had just finished recording Car. them. Yeah, we were listening to like all of them in order. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah and then yeah. we were like. We were actually we were coming up with the titles of the songs too. Yeah, and, we like, and that's when we decided that we wanted like simple one-worded, uh, you know, song names. And then I don't know. We just got we were thinking of ideas, and I guess the theme of the whole EP is just like night music, and um, material. Yeah, I guess so. So uh, I don't remember which one of us threw out late night Korean barbecue. It wasn't me, man. I, I think it was you actually. I, I was working so much during that during that process and time. Like I really just let you guys have at it, and I recorded drums for Car. Right. His Car was the first song that we recorded, written mostly by Seth. Am I wrong or and or? Co- co-written with Joshua because yeah, I wrote the second verse. I'm, I wasn't there, so I don't know. <laughs> there was three sessions of writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. There well, three okay, so like we wrote the, music. the the time when Seth was. <laughs> that, wait, that's wait, wait. We'll get there, we'll get there. Alright, talk about the three sessions. So, I think, I came up with the, like, idea of the song, and I wrote, like, the first verse and everything, but obviously I needed, like, their help. Like, I couldn't finish it on my own. So, I remember... And you wrote the music, too. You wrote all the music. Yep. Yeah, well, Gion wrote the bridge. He, like, helped finish the song. Like, the E, the E minor <laughs> oh. part. Anyways. Sick. Sure. Okay, sick. The second session just consisted of me and Josh at McDonald's. He was just kept on asking me questions, like, how I felt. <laughs> that's, that's that's my process. Literally, just how that I is, felt. Yeah. That's the music therapist in you, though. Yeah, I think, right? Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, or maybe <laughs> that part of him is what made him want to be a music therapist. Ooh. But anyways, yeah. So then, me and Joshua finished like the verses, and then we had to work on the choruses, and that's when we were with Gian another night uh, here at the Casa Verde, and. Um, <laughs> I was I was getting tight. I was getting tight. <laughs> no, That's we were, why. So we we had written we had finished the the song except for the chorus and the pre-chorus. We were like coming up with like good lines and um, good uh, melodies, and then me and Gian just like kept going back and forth and back and forth, and then we were like, damn, like we can't. We're so indecisive. Like Seth, can you like do you have like any ideas? Can you help us out? And then Seth said. <laughs> I was tight at that time because I was just like, bro, I don't like any of these ideas, man. And that's why I was like, y'all, y'all finish this shit. I'm, I'm juiced out. Seth, Seth said, you guys need to contribute. You guys need to contribute because I'm too juiced out right now. <laughs> and we were doing all the contributing. It was, it was also hilarious because we felt that it was right to like kind of check in with Seth about any idea that we had because the original song seed like was his right. so any idea that we would come up with we would be like Seth like what do you think about that and he would be like mm, like mad quiet and then it got to a point where we had like written the song pretty much like it was done and Seth goes honestly like you guys contribute I'm all juiced out <laughs> and Josh and I were like <laughs> Oh, car, I mean, this is what I mean. Like, Car is my favorite Office Hour song, and that's a Seth song. Like, Seth is my favorite musician. Remember when Seth got mad at me, you, and Jacob at Uncle Lou's? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was the, that was the day after the Halloween show, right? It, we had oh, the uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. It was... I wasn't answering their calls and shit. 
And we were literally about to play. That's so dramatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but y'all were being annoying. How? We were just trying to have a good show, dude, and have fun. But honestly, that was the best show we ever had. I don't even had, remember bro. what we did. It wasn't the best, but we definitely nice had fun. Is that when we did She Will Be Loved? Seth wanted to do that song really bad. And I was like, let's not do it. Like, because I had to drive back to Tallahassee. So I was like, let's just play a quick set. Seth was like, showed up. And we were like, dude, why haven't you like responded to any of our right. texts? Like, called us back or anything like that. And I don't even remember why you were upset. Bro, because we had the worst yeah. show of our lives had, the day We had before. a horrible show, but it wasn't like <laughs> our fault. <laughs> Dude, that shit is so we funny tried, to we me, covered, man. We covered a car seat headrest song. <laughs> and that that, that 13-minute song that Josh has been wanting to do. His idea. And I was like, bro, I don't know how we're going to do this. And... It sucked. When I tell you it sucked, it sucked. But I mean, Man, like, it can't even have sucked that, that bad. Even that, like, why would Seth be mad at us? Because y'all didn't listen to me. Man, knowing but what Seth, did you say? I don't even remember. Knowing Seth, he was probably embarrassed that the music came out like that, and it was y'all's faces that were playing it. I was embarrassed, but like, dude, Mackenzie's family was there. Like, we were all, <laughs> dude. It was the and most still, embarrassing show. And I, and I still like was like, all right, we got another show Bro, in two days. I deadass had a. I was dressed up as Mario in a Mario hat, and I had my head down the rest of the show, bro, with like the Mario fucking hat, dude. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, anyways, Seth really wanted to do that song. We don't have time to rehearse it, so then Seth was like, "I'm just tight," because you know, like we played a sh we played a bad set, and like, so then I was like, you know what, Seth, play "She Will Be Loved" by yourself. Like, just play it, be happy, get over it, and let's just play a good set. <laughs> And Bro, this happened. is so dramatic. Nothing like this ever happened when I was playing shows with you guys. I think the one time at Grumpy's, the, it was the four of us. Yeah, that was, that was like that the was most amazing. We played, played Love Bug by Jonah Brothers. That no, Love Bug was at Castle Church. We, we played it. We played it. We played at that show too. We played Maggot Brain at both of those shows, Seth. And those were two of our best shows. Everybody who's told me like that they love watching us, they said Sex on Fire was their favorite cover, bro. Like, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's the people that went to the first concept only because that's the, <laughs> yeah, that's only, the only time, time we, we played ever that played song. It. Yeah, we, that's true. Well, we, we, played, we played it another it time once. with Jacob, right? Or no? We played it once with Andre. Remember, it was like a right. encore. And when then we you played it there. another time with just Josh. And it like three of us. Your voice cracked on the first time. Yeah. Heavy. Dude, yeah, I mean, we have it. it on video. Play, play, in the, play it right now. Play that right no! now. So, aside from music, I mean, you guys also have done some sketch comedy with Chilico <laughs> Carne. <laughs> I think um, that I think even calling Chilico Carne sketch comedy is like not fully encapsulating. Laughable. <laughs> sketch comedy though, like at the core, that's what it is to me. I've always felt Sorry. like Chilico Carne was uh, like a YouTube series about guys making a YouTube channel. Yeah. But you never like see the YouTube channel that they make. Like their YouTube channel is <laughs> Chili Con Carne. So the title Chili Con Carne it's is meta. It, yeah, like it's a show about dudes making a YouTube channel and it's like surrealist, like weird, like like so stupid. Dude, it's man. cerebral. But I think that Chili Con Carne just like proves that as far back as we've been friends and like all hanging out, we've been like making shit and like us hanging out was always like a creative endeavor, whether it was making music 
or making chili con carne videos or like planning out like an, shows, an event yeah like our shows yeah man sam fell in love with chili con carne <laughs> sam was my friend from school shout out to sam dubin put a picture of him in here right now he thought it could be a tv show that <laughs> that like we should pitch it to adult swim and honestly i mean even though he had a point and he was you know probably right like the brand of humor makes sense but that's just not what like chili con carne has always been like our <laughs> our like shit post yeah. you know of making shit like it's was. what we do when we're unmotivated to make music and we don't have any suggestions for movies to watch when we hang out <laughs> you're right but uh, chili con carne kind of molded our music taste too like like the the like humor that we all bring to like our approach with anything like when we do live shows like that kind of humor that we all uh, share like that's where like anytime we play a live show we'll like say something at the beginning like that that idea or like the idea to come out like stomping like they all come from this like shared humor that we've all developed let's talk about Sunday really quick because I'm sure there are plenty of people who want to know what a million streams and correct me if I'm wrong like right here right now let's set the record straight <laughs> I remember going to you guys and y'all were making some weird ass music time travel shit that would have been fire <laughs> would have been fire but I was like what you guys need to do is make a solid song that's just got the four count that's gonna have people moving and then you guys started the song <laughs> and nope. then it sounded extremely poppy and you guys realize like this is not us thank god we fucking released it to be honest <laughs> yeah no, no no so like one day i was i got i got off work and Gian called me and he was like bro you gotta come over right now me and seth or yeah me and seth just wrote another song for the ep korean barbecue and so i went over and they showed me the song and it was sunday and then i was like yeah like that's really good but it was just the chord progression right, at this yeah. point. <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. We had just written the chord progression to the entire... Like, we charted out the chord changes for the whole tune before we even wrote a single lyric. We wrote the whole shit top to bottom. And that's when I called you. And then at that point, we called, we told the Lodge about it. And we still had nothing. And uh, we recorded it at the Dean House while also, yeah. like, recording, uh, you know, routine, phone and car. We did, we like, we laid down everything except the vocals. It was mostly you guys that were like not hip to it anymore. But we, uh, I remember we were writing the lyrics as Stardust, at bro. At Stardust. Shout out Murray and Saba. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Who gave us like ideas. Seth and I were kind of allergic to Sunday. For me, I think that I was just like so like immature and I, I felt like I was above pop, but I mean, Sunday came out of my mind and Seth's mind, you know, like we weren't above it, man. We wrote it like right. is, is the music that we that we all grew up listening to, like in that song, whether it's like Prince or John Mayer or like all the pop artists that write songs with that structure. At the time, I, I think like you had your own album. Josh had his own album. I just felt like I wanted my own touch on things and the way I wanted Office Hours to sound was like the strokes. Like that's when y'all remember, like I was heavily into the strokes at that time. And, um, and that's why I guess like, you know, phone kind of sounds like the strokes right. and everything. And I just wanted everything to be more indie rock rather than pop. Mm -hmm. 
and that's why I was like against the idea of releasing Sunday because I wanted us to sound a certain way and right. everything. Like I had this vision, but you know, obviously, thank God we released Sunday. Right. Originally, we wanted to like make uh, or have our music just be like rough around the edges. Right. So I was I was cool with Sunday, like you know, being a part of it, but then they decided against it. That was in the summer. We wrote everything during the summer. And then you guys kind of scrapped it and were like, let's focus on these three songs first. Then come November, the EP is still in the works. Like, some stuff right. had to be recorded. We dug up the song again, and I was like, why didn't we release this? Yeah. And then you guys <laughs> finished writing the verses, you and right. you Yeah, and we Dion. finished the second. Shout out to Maria and Saba. I think what releasing Sunday taught me at least like seeing the response to it and like pairing that with how i felt about it before we released it it showed me that like the audience knows best man like they're gonna pick what's cool like it doesn't matter if we like do weird time signatures or like crazy concepts or like you know even though late night korean barbecue is about materialism like people talk about how the guitar solo and phone is super hard like you know and I'm sure that there's people that like get the concepts and stuff that we put behind it, but like at the end of the day, like people love music and the way that it makes them feel. All in all, I think the whole experience has been like extremely humbling because every time people ask like, how did that happen? I'm like, I don't, I don't know, God, yeah. the universe. We like, didn't even market we just, it. We just, they're just talented well, it's, writers. It's the know? Spotify algorithm too. Right. Yeah. Everybody knows which Ninja Turtle we are now. I don't know. I've actually been thinking more and more about this every day, man. I don't know if we Dude, know. I'm, I don't know the I'm characteristics Leonardo. of. You're wrong about that. You're clearly Raphael, man. Why? I'm definitely Donatello. You're Donatello. I don't know if he's Raphael. I, I don't know if you're Donatello because I associate like no no no, Wait, no 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 no. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the reason why you're automatically Donatello. Like, is it because I affiliate you with the color purple, or <laughs> is it because, or is it because like I just envision you using the staff that he has? I think like, it's because Donatello is like, he's the like rational minded one. Like Donatello is like the, the like tech savvy, the, the thinker. thinker. Like yeah, that's my, Josh. My man. Enneagram is literally five, bro. You are? What is, what is that? I'm a nine. What the hell is that? Hey, what are you guys hey, talking about? Hey. What are you guys talking about right now? Dude, you're a three. <laughs> <laughs> is that bad? No. But you might be Raphael, actually. Watch me, watch me be a 10 guy. There's no, no 10. 10. <laughs> Bro, aren't you guys both Sagittarius? Yeah, yeah. Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius. That's fuck awkward. you. Damn. I love Sagittariuses, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, what's your moon, man? I don't know. Uh, wait, Aquarius. Let me let me check my. Oh, sick. My moon is uh, I think my moon is Sagittarius, and my rising or whatever is a Scorpio. My rising is Sagittarius, so we all have Sagittarius in our chart. Let me sick. check my. I'm checking my co-star right now. I'm a. Yes, sir. My moon is in Virgo. Bro, I think you might be Raphael, actually. <laughs> what is Raphael's right. characteristic? He's the hot-headed one, bro. He's the, I like... Think, I think that is the... Per that, that's, like, the closest Raphael. Yeah, man. And Raphael, he was, like... Dude, he was always, like, pissed. And he, like... He was, like, the... He was, like, the... Bad mood. He was with... The, like, they were all brothers, obviously. But, like, Raphael was always <laughs> the one that was, like... Nah, man, I can't fuck with y'all. Like... He would walk away. He you hit the, the, and you are Leonardo because you're like the you old the one light, who's man. like the glue. Huh? You hit the light. Oh. And then you're Mikey. And I'm Mikey. Yeah, dude, yeah. I'm Mikey. 
And Logic, you're Leonardo, man. Wait, so this is settled for good. I don't want to be Raphael, bro. I don't want to be Raphael. Dude, I think this is it. I think that's it, yeah. I think we finally settled it. Leonardo, man. I told you. You're Leonardo. You're Raphael. You're Donatello. And I'm Michelangelo. <laughs> what numbers are you guys? Like your 17, number? 17. Like, yeah. your, like your angel number? 17. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me think, bro. He's meditating. I'm 4,723, man. If you could be a bender, like what kind of bender would you be? Fire, water, air, or... Air, bro. Water. What kind air. would we be or what kind are we? Oh, that's hard. Yeah, because okay, like, I know Gemini is like... Um, but fire. you're a fire, bro. Fire sign, right? yeah, but I don't think I'm a fire sign, too. Wait a second. I'm this. a fire sign, too, but I'm definitely not a firebender. Bro, you're a firebender. Nah, I don't see it. Nah, man. No, Gemini's not a fire sign. I'm an airbender. I think, I you're German, a firebender, I feel man. like at your core, you're a firebender, but like you portray everything as like airbender. I'm, an, I'm definitely so an airbender. So you think I'm the avatar, really? you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, Is you're he an airbender. Is super Aang a firebender? I've never... He's the avatar. I haven't finished... Avatar. Bro, then why? Bro, Seth can't be a part I've of this conversation. I've seen Avatar. I just I haven't just seen the whole it, thing. Man. I think you might be a non-bender, man. <laughs> <laughs> After you watch the show, you like feel it. You're like, I'm... I, I think I am a firebender. I believe that. Josh, you're a waterbender, bro. I could see like, Josh as a waterbender. Josh too, is though. an earthbender, man. He has healing properties. He's a music therapist, man. That's true, right. man. That All is right. some water vendor shit. He's convincing me now. Oh, All right. Damn, bro. You did your analysis and everything? Dude, I, I paid attention to the show. We have to decide on the title right now. I have no idea what song you guys are talking about. The song, not to get into too much detail, but the song is kind of about like a chance encounter that happens in one night and then you're sent into like a dizzying like whirlwind. It's inspired by this movie that i actually really dislike called before sunrise where they like meet on a train and decide to spend the night hanging out in vienna, in vienna. and like yeah. talking all night and dude they talk for so long meeting somebody like that's what the song is about like the aftermath of that we've been office hours this is an office hours episode and play the new office hours song no i thought we were gonna do now no 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 right now now. What was your name? When was it time? How can I shake the thought in your eyes? Who could you be? Where did you find to leave? Every day, every night, I got your kids tattooed on my mind. I see your tears. Thank you so much for tuning in, and for a more immersive experience, be sure to follow us on Instagram at wearehuman.tv. We'll catch you next time, and remember, we're always learning.